Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for this special edition of the Cheyenne Hills podcast. Sometimes when doing the program, we discover information of timely importance to our community. These special episodes are meant to get that information to you sooner. Now here's Pastor Galen and Nathan Winters. Across the street and around the world, Cheyenne Hills. Well, hello again, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us. And we have some, I mean, breaking news. I mean, I've mm. never used that word before. It's breaking news for, yeah. for me as you were talking to me about some of the new things. And, and Nathan, kind of as the watchman on the wall for, for our Cheyenne and Cheyenne schools and parents, you've got some information that all parents need to set up and take a listen to. Well, let's step back for just a second and say uh, there is a lot of confusion right now that is coming through in the current generation. When I say the current generation, the ones that are in school right now who are being bombarded like just last week, Lego putting out a whole new series of of toys that are based upon a gender spectrum and so on. Things that are clearly opposite biology, Mm -hmm. things that are clearly opposite um, science. Right, and so you you look at what is coming, and that's part of the other reason I think for so much confusion, and eventually despair and fear. What we've just talked about. Right. So let me let me go back just a bit and talk yeah. about something that's happening right here in Cheyenne. Right. Um, several waves of ideology, as you know, have swept across the nation, and some of its critical theory, which started off as a legal term, became known as critical race theory in the 1990s. Um, and, uh, there's also this whole idea regarding, uh, the history of America and many other things. Really what it is, is it's a new iteration of Marxism that tries to separate people from one another and assign people into various identities. And your value is based upon your identity. That is a terrible notion that is being taught so today. So some are oppressors and some are the oppressed. That's exactly. The ba- those are the two big groups. There's a lot of other groups that are, That's that are right. identified as well. Right. Yeah. And instead of it being the rich versus the poor or right. the proletariat versus the bourgeois, um, as it was in the past, now they're subdividing according to uh, gender um, and uh, race and all those other things. The things that America actually fought to eliminate during the Cold War. That's true. And so we're, we're in that ideology today and parents are, are uh, learning to actually speak up against a lot of this. And we've begun to watch a, uh, a movement across America as people are realizing that modern Marxism is being taught to their children. Right. And they're standing up and pushing back. One of the challenges is whenever you push back in that way, which is a wonderful thing to do, it doesn't mean that the problem ends. What happens is they turn around and begin to try to push this then upon teachers. And enforce this in a way where parents may not have as much say because now you're buried into the system, into the education system far more deeply and it's harder to root out. So we're going to put all the focus on the teachers and let them do do all of this gender sensitivity? Is that what you're saying? Exactly, exactly. Or at least hold them to standards. And in this case, you have more ability to threaten them. Oh, with their right. job, with their job, if they right. if they don't don't fall in line with these mm-hmm. new whatever policies right. might be out there, and, and imagine that if oh. you lose your job because of uh, some new statement made by a diversity coordinator, and then you want to go get a job at another school district, and you can't, you've got to spend all that right. time, especially as you're submitting your your application, you have to spend all of that time trying to make sure people know I was fired because of a political ideology, not because of anything I actually did wrong, right. But the problem that we're facing now is uh, in, in Cheyenne, Wyoming, 
as a new policy that potentially can come through the school district unless we have people that will speak against it. And it's the idea that if you don't, uh, this is the potentiality, that if you don't talk to people and, and use their preferred pronoun, which of course can change back and forth. I know that's um, right. I was going to ask you about that. I've, right. You know, one of the things that I've discovered in this whole pronoun issue is that the kids can identify as, a, a boy could identify as a boy, or maybe a girl, as we or as they, mm-hmm. and it, which I don't understand all that. Right. But it's like, but they can identify differently all the time. It's like, well, today I want to be identified as as we. Is that, right. is that correct? Is that a Well, I think that is the reason why they use the we and they um, because which, because they yeah. could be both that and day. or both and right just whatever exactly. they're feeling that day and so right. this diversity is basically saying okay whatever this child wants to be identified you have to identify them that way and if you don't possible consequences right. is that what, well that they can they could about? consider that hate speech oh gotcha. well they could say that you are not being inclusive yep. and so in this particular case this is the problem with the policy that's being proposed is there will be a new uh, small group of people headed by a diversity coordinator, one of the individuals that presumably would be the person that will have developed out these new policies, and a person that has been trained by leftist ideology. That's the thing that, because there are good people that sometimes, I I think nice people, that will uh, take a particular path in their education and become a diversity coordinator. Nice people. But, but the problem is the ideology that they have been trained in is one that actually battles the concept of freedom, first and foremost, and secondly is one that has been weaponized to use to train children in a new ideology that is, at the end of the day, rooted in Marxism. Right. One of the things America is proud of is the fact that we have been a diverse nation. Is that been our strength? It's why... We have great restaurants. That's why we have great people. Right. We have all this diversity right. in our... And now, um, because, I don't know, that's that's been a strength. And now it's become a weakness because we're having to, to pick sides and choose. And that's what Marxism, Marxism exactly. does. It divides. Yeah. It says, okay, you against you, you right. against you. And now this in particular is being is Marxist in the sense right. that it's saying, okay, it's pitting the... Uh, basically, the the children against the teachers, the teachers mm-hmm. against the you know diversity coordinator. Yeah. There's all kinds of groups here right. that are that are being pitted mm-hmm. and uh, against one another. So how does how does this going to work? Is this uh, I guess uh, two questions. How do, how can this actually happen? And then how can we say our piece and say uh, please no? Right. Well, we need to first of all encourage our school board to not adopt this new policy. Okay. That's going to be important. Okay. And uh, I, uh, the current policy, uh, the if if this if the current policy continued on uh, without these new changes, I, I think that uh, Shine would be just fine. Hmm. But part of the training that has already occurred here, I, I have a picture of a couple slides from a training that was given uh, last year to Laramie County School District Number One employees. And one of the things they talk about regarding examples of microaggressions is uh, the theme is, let me just give you a couple. One of them, the theme is an alien in their own land. So when someone says, hey, you speak really good English, um, the microaggression aggression is, hey, you're not American. Well, what if, uh, that cannot okay. be universally, but but there's a point there, um, here we go. Um, uh, so in a way, would something like that come to a diversity uh, person in the school and say, hey, this person is, 
not claiming that you're you yeah they're claiming microaggressions that you're throwing microaggressions at them okay by the way this whole concept of microaggression which is a moving target anyway so is that a is that a minor hate speech crime is that what the microaggression is, is that what you mean well by that? i i don't know for sure but I, one could clearly see that this is what they're th these are the ideas that they're pushing yeah you know so uh, oh. here's another one um uh ascription of intelligence if you were to tell someone you are so articulate, I would consider that to be uh, a compliment. If someone were to um, tell that to me, or I were to share that with someone else, you're very articulate. What they're saying is that's a microaggression that means uh, it's unusual for someone of your race to be intelligent. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, and and that doesn't make any sense either. Um, well, that's so subjective. I mean, who's going to be able to? you're going to bring this complaint to get to a, to a uh, sensitivity right. or a trainer or whatever. And they're going to make a determination. It's like, okay, you said this kind of microaggression, right? Therefore there's this punishment. Is that mm -hmm. what's going to be Does that person have that kind of power? One has to be uh, uh, very thoughtful of where this could go over the next two decades. Well, now these are, these are things I had never thought of, but the ones yeah. that I did think of is that, you know, a, a, a biological boy wants to be identified as a girl, mm -hmm. and and the teacher doesn't refer to that biological boy as she that particular day or whatever. Right. That's that's a violation, right? That's going to go before the, the yes. board. Is that right? Yeah, it, it is. And it they're going to make a call, and it's like, okay, you called me she once, okay? And I'm sure there, there'll be a whole spectrum. Yeah. You know how many times you've done it, or if it's been. Or you just refuse to right. reply. Okay. Uh, the the better thing is to not hold people to a standard that's arbitrary. Right. And so here's another one where critical race theory comes right in, and this is from a slide that happened last year in Lemery County School District Number One, and it's under the theme denial of individual racism. The microaggression is this: if you say, "Well, my best friend is black," they're saying what you're really saying is, "I'm immune because I have friends of color." Immune to what? You know, that's a good question. Here's another one. As a woman, if you were if you were a lady, as a woman, I know what you're going through. And then what they're saying, that's a microaggression because you're saying that your racial oppression is not different than uh, my gender oppression. But again, it's subdividing all these things out. And when you look at what that means, they would actually say that you and I right now are exhibiting something called white fragility. Okay. Uh, saying that this is wrong okay. is them saying that our white fragility is speaking. Wow. But but that doesn't even make sense either because when you think about it, we're actually saying there's a standard of truth hmm. that we agree to and that previous generations, regardless of color, agreed to, that we really have to treat uh, and, and desire to treat one another with love and respect, yeah. Yeah. not separating people out into different constituent groups and then pitting them against one another. Well, and that's the ultimate. And that's the one thing that I was trying to get, grasp as you were mm -hmm. talking about this. We were kind of visiting about it. Yeah. There are all these different groups. It's not just the oppressed and the, the oppressor and the oppressed. I mean, mm -hmm. anybody can see this. Like, those are really clear. These are really hard to, you say, call them microaggressions because right. it's like, well, almost anything we do, even even our existence right. can even show yeah. a white whatever you just said white uh, fragility fragility and uh that's right well that this is a world that i i hope that i hope right. we have enough people to say we don't want to live 
or, or exp expose our kids to that world. Well, let's contrast that vision, that actually quite hateful vision of the future with what the Christian vision is, a genuine Christian vision. And that is where we genuinely love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, right. by the love you have one for That's another. Right. And it's not based upon color. It's not based upon uh, wealth. It's not based upon uh, your sex. It's based genuinely upon your relationship with one another in yeah. Christ. Right. And a genuine desire to see one another thrive in their walk in life. Right. That is the actual beautiful vision that we're that we're talking about here. If we lived by biblical principles, I really do know that That's the world true. would be a better place. No question. Yeah. So our challenge is to do a better job of living by those biblical principles, That's right. right? And loving right. one another, no question right. about that. And it, and I don't think it means that we have to agree on everything. Right. I mean, I'm, you know, I can love uh, I can love people of other faiths, other religions, other mm -hmm. everything. It doesn't mean I necessarily agree with those right views. Right, but it's like I still love that person because yeah. they're human being. Exactly, and that's a that's a whole different thing. It's like a, they're almost if we don't have perfect agreement and harmony on every even nuance, mm -hmm. is what it's being picked up. Okay, right. so this is gonna this is is there is this called something? Is it called a well? Uh, so it comes for the school board, what's this right? Called? It is an it's uh, going to come up at the next school board meeting. People need to actually speak on this by Friday. By this Friday. By this Friday. Wow. And just just write to the um, to the school board and uh, email them and say, listen, I am very concerned about, for instance, the due process rights for a teacher. Yeah, for um, sure. Uh, one of the things We're gonna you lose know, some good teachers. Yeah, oh exactly. Gosh. And just and people that mm -hmm. are actually really good and love kids, and uh, but are being accused of something that is a new standard that's really. Uh, not good, not good at all. And so just by pointing out that the way harassment and discrimination charges are handled, we still have to consider genuine justice, uh, due process, and the constitutional rights of teachers. Yeah. How can they be involved? And right. By this Friday, they need to do what? Yeah. How can well, they do I'm this? going to send out an email that uh, will give you the ability to go right to that board and where you okay. can email. There'll even be a little bit of language where you can email the board and email individual people on that board and say, please don't pass this policy. Yeah. And here are the several reasons why, right. about uh, uh, four reasons why. Okay. And so is it also going to be on your website? Yes. Policy Alliance? Yes. It'll be one. on the website. And if, uh, if if that's something that can't happen fast enough, I'm going to get it to you. I'm going to just try to get it out to as many people as I know. I want this to go as quickly as possible. So if it comes to my email, then, mm -hmm. I mean, I want to be able to, everybody to be able to tap into yes. this. So if yeah. they... If they can, they can go to familypolicyalliance.com, dot com, mm -hmm. and then that's another pathway for them to that's fill right. out, just like they did last time. That's right. Wow. Yes, sir. Well, we need to land this plane, yes. but then, and we've got a lot more to talk about. Uh, yeah. But thank you for for being. That's the watchdog. That's Amen. the watchman on the wall, watching Amen. for for us all. Thank you, Nathan, very much. Well, God bless you. And as I say every time, we've got to be strong and very courageous. God bless you all. Thanks.